Okay, so welcome to the first episode of 2023. Um, 2022 just flew by. I am your host, RV Banks. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you kids are listening to podcasts nowadays, go ahead and do whatever they're telling you to do to kind of, you know, play with those algorithms, whether it be like, subscribe, comment, rate, share it with a friend, do all of those things. Last year, I was able to share over 70 episodes with you guys. You guys supported, you guys showed up. I love that. Uh, I got feedback on a lot of the episodes and that is amazing to me because, you know, sometimes you feel like you get behind this mic, you're talking to no one being able to reach out, communicate with and see that your platform is affecting some stuff. Then that's a that's a great feeling as a content creator, as a podcaster and just as a as a person um, this year, I want to get into more human stories, like less opinions or like my opinion about things and more human stories and I couldn't be more fortunate and grateful to have come across the two young ladies that's going to be on the show today, uh, sharing a pretty interesting story with you guys. If you've list, if you're here, if you're new here, this probably means nothing to you because you don't know the old format. But the old format of the show of you know things I don't like, play my music. It, it'll still kind of happen, but today is just different. Today's a little bit more special. Um, I'm going to use this beginning part of the episode to kind of set the table for these young ladies stories. That way, you guys, the listeners, all go into this under the right mind frame. And I think you'll understand the stories better if you have a little backing here. So pretty much how it took place was I believe it was a couple of days after Christmas. It might have been might have been the day after Christmas. I don't remember. But um a young lady reached out to me about a situation she had where she was being scammed online. Um, I'm not going to get too into the details of why I got reached out to or how we got connected, because, like I said, I want to protect her identity. And um, so I'm not going to go into that too much. But essentially, she came to me. The more I started to talk to her and get the story of what happened, if I'm being honest, my first concern was I don't really know what I can do here besides just like a hey, give words of encouragement. Sucks you had to go through this, but she continued to tell me this story and I and I began to get like more and more intrigued. And um, I quickly realized that the story isn't about necessarily exposing a scammer. Um, and I do have something to offer them. And that's just like a voice and a place to have their voice heard. Because the more I would lay and think about this and, and me and this lady, me and this young lady spoke probably every day for like a good three solid days of just her sending me screenshots, text messages, kind of getting the backstory of her, of it. It felt more like a story that needed to be told for the fact that I am well aware that a lot of times when you're dealing in sex work or any any marginalized group of people, right? They tend to be the most vulnerable because people scamming and or predators target them because they know that it's a safer arena to play in because like the shame and the stigma attached to sex work usually lends itself to like a bunch of people ending up doing it in private. So the risk of you being exposed or them being exposed as a sex worker or whatever it may be far outweighs whatever um, 
disservice or scam was done to them. So usually they just don't say anything and it just kind of emboldens the scammer. And so I wanted to be clear that like I wasn't going to come on here to expose the scam or anything like that. Um, at first, it was my, it was my mind at first. Like, yeah, maybe we need to come on here and do that. And I kind of got the sense that the young lady, that's what she wanted me to do was to come on here and expose a scammer. Um, and then a second young lady reached out to me also wanting to tell her story. And then it kind of shifted for me because as I heard her story, which was very similar, but also very different. A key question came to my mind and that question became the premise of what I needed to do here today. And basically it was this, right? These two girls could not come from any different, like the opposite socioeconomic standings, as far as education standings, all of these things, their situations are very, very different. The reasons that they acted, I believe, were very, very different, but yet they both ended up here in the same place. And so I was more interested in how do two girls from two different states who don't know each other, who didn't know me, find themselves both in the same position and how they got there. And there's a story and there's a there's a tie in to this human thing that's somewhere in there. And I want to let you guys get that out for yourself and figure out what that is and what you take from it. All I ask is that you give these girls your attention. Uh, you give them your your empathy. And you just listen without any kind of thoughts or judgments because their stories need to be heard. And this story right here can attach to a bunch of different things. So without, you know, pushing this on another 20 minutes, because I could go for a long time on this. I think it's time for me to shut the fuck up and I'm still going to play some music. Duh. But at the end of that, we're going to go right into the stories from the girls you're going to hear one girl first. You're going to hear the other one second. I'm not going to say the girl's names because we are protecting the identities of these young ladies. Also, one of the situations feels. I just want to protect her identity due to safety reasons. There's a lot with that. That could be a part two coming. Um, you'll kind of hear more about that at the end with me and her talking to her to each other. But for now, just again, Take the time, listen to these young ladies. Also, you, you you can probably learn something. It's Cloud Conversations. I'm Harvey Banks. It's the first one of 2023. Uh, we're taking some we're taking some some changes, man. We're taking some risk. We're pushing forward. I appreciate you. Let's get started. Can we pretend that from now on there is no Paint a portrait of tomorrow. Okay, so so basically what I want you to do is, in your own words, uh, kind of give me a brief overview of your side of things and what happened kind of in your eyes. Yeah, so I was just scrolling on TikTok, you know, like I normally do. Um, I came across this TikTok live of a young girl who was, you know, showing off like her bank account essentially, um, which was like, this guy paid me, I don't know, an example, $9,000 or 200 or et cetera. Um, so I was like, okay, sure. Um, I've been trying to kind of look for like a little side hustle. So I was like, okay, let me see what this is about. Um, and so the part that I had listened to on there 
was basically that she, if you screenshotted that proved that you were following her and you sent it to her Instagram, which she then provided, um, she would send you like a free phone number of a sugar daddy. She didn't go into like the details of what that would entail, but that's basically all she said. So I was like, okay, sure. Like, why not? Um, so I did it, sent it to her. I never heard anything back after that, and she never, like, saw it. Um, and then I saw the next day she had posted an Instagram story um, kind of promoting these five gentlemen that were available for purchase. Um, so, like, three of them were, like, less expensive, but what they wanted were, like, nude pictures, um, you know, that type of thing, and I was not comfortable with that. So, real quick, was that listed beforehand? Like, you could yes. see what, they, what they're what they requiring, correct? Yep. Okay. So, three of them said that they wanted, like, nude pictures um, or videos, and then there were two others that were, like, just want to talk. And I was like, cool, you know, I can talk to people. Why can't I do that and make some money? So I reached out to her and I was like, hey, are these two guys? Um, I can't remember what the other one was, but something in William was the other one's name available for purchase. And she goes, William is. William was more expensive. He was $150. So I kind of thought about it and I was like, very hesitant at first. I asked her, I legit asked her, I said, is this a scam? Yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised and the amount of scams that start with the person asking them, is this a scam? I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. But I think she just came across so knowledgeable on her TikTok live that it was like very believable. Um, so I was like, is this a scam? And she's like, no. If you ever feel uncomfortable, just um, reach out and I'll give you a refund. So I was like, okay. And she's like, even if you want to, you could send the first $75 first. I'll give you his number. And then once you start talking to him, then send the remaining. And I was like, okay, sure, let's see it. So I sent the first $75. Um, she had said that she only does Zelle. And I was like, how about Venmo? Because... Zelle, I feel like that's tied to scammers. I don't know. Whenever I hear Zelle, I'm like... Yeah. Unfortunately, the scammers have infiltrated everything at this point. Um, Fair. But also with Zelle, just for future references and anybody listening, getting your money back is damn near impossible once you send it. So yeah. like Venmo and I think Cash App, sometimes you, you have a chance to get your money back. Yes. But Zelle is pretty much a no-go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, okay, I'll only do it if you do Venmo. Um, and I had noticed that there was, like, buyer protection on it. So I slid that little button because I was like, I don't know, just in case. Like, I had that little gut feeling, but I still went through with it. Um, she sent me the phone number. I I reached out to him and said, hi, um, Kylie sent me your way. Um, and just kind of made brief conversation, you know, he was like, what do you do for a living? And I was like, what do you do for a living? He said he worked in an oil rig, which I know absolutely nothing about. Yeah. 
Um, the time was about like 7.30 or 8 p.m. at night. So I did find it a little odd that you were working in an oil rig True. that late. But I'm like, who knows? Also, I'm not a genius on that either, but I believe all the oil rigs are like down in the Gulf of Mexico, like out off of the coast in the middle of the water. I don't know that for sure. And so even cell phone usage out there is that's that's just a wild one. But sorry. Yeah. Continue. Yes. No, that's okay. (laughs) And we never discussed like where he was from. So that would have probably been a good question to ask, especially if it is, you know, in the Gulf. Um, And then, yeah, it was after... He had asked what I did for a living. He was like, okay, I sent Kylie $200 to send to you. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, thank thank you so much. Um, How are we able to go about this moving forward so it doesn't have to go through her, you know, just kind of a middleman. And I never heard anything back from him after that. I went to Kaylee and was like, hey, he said he sent you... $200 $200 sent to me. Um, you know, are you going to Venmo me that? And she's like, yes, of course. And then I asked if she could take the remaining 75 that I owed her out of that amount. And she said, no, I have to prove to him that um, I sent you the full 200 So I was like, mm, okay, <laughs> sure. So I sent the remaining 75 um, And again, I did the buyer protection. And then after that, she was like, well, why did you charge me, you know, the buyer protection fee, which I can't, I think it's like 1.9% or something yeah. like that. I was going to ask um, you about so that because I, I, some of the screenshots you sent me, I was curious mm-hmm. if that's what that was, that little interaction yes. was about. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So I was like, sorry, I just kind of acted dumb. I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, like if it's all, if you care about it, I'll send you the, I think it was like $3 and five cents. I'll send you that to, you know, make up for it. Um, and she was like, no, it's okay. She was just like, it's fine. So I was like, okay. Um, and then I was like, okay, so when are you, you know, $200 and I never really heard anything back for a little bit. So I was like, I'm not going to get my money back. <laughs> <laughs> and you realize that or, in that moment, correct? Yeah, yeah. It was just kind of like a, you know, an instinct. I was like, this, I just got scammed. And I don't know, like, you know, there was nothing that I had seen that, you know, initiated that. But I was like, okay, this guy isn't responding to me. This girl isn't responding to me. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm not getting this $200. So then I asked her, I was like, okay, I want my money back. And all she said was, um, question mark. And I was like, okay, um, yeah, I want my money back. (laughs) Um, Um, So I got a quick question for you. Yeah. So at this point, are you thinking still that you're dealing with two different people and maybe the communication is breaking down between William and Kaylee, or are you kind of putting together like maybe this is just all Kaylee? I kind of put together that it was all her. Okay. Um. So it was probably later that night. 
I had gone back onto her Instagram story and looked. She had posted a screenshot of, I'm guessing either it was her or maybe somebody else, but, you know, a screenshot of a text message with William that was like, he'll pay you, I don't know, $150 daily. Um, Reach out to me for details. What was different about it was that when I was talking to William, I have an iPhone, so, you know, the green text messages, right? So he clearly did not have an iPhone. And on this screenshot, it was all blue messages. And the texts that were being sent were a completely different way, a different tone. So I was like, yeah, I'm not going to get my money back from this girl. (laughs) Probably not at that position. Um, So another question for you. Was this the... Was this the first time that I guess it's a two part question. Have you have yeah. you seen um, I don't know how to put this like. Have you seen this stuff being done before, like legitimately, like, do you know of people or you've seen that? Like, yes, there is men that do this. I would imagine there is right that pay for your company. But like, yeah. have you seen it on TikTok before this? Um, I've never seen it on TikTok before this, but. Like you said, I'm sure there's genuinely men out there who would pay for that. I'm just going to say this. From what I do know about her, she's not smart enough to have come up with this on her own. I guess that's the point I'm trying to make. So I didn't know if you had seen this, like if this is a thing going on. That was the first thing that I had said to someone. I was like, what I've heard about this girl, again, I've never met her, but we are tied. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, she's, there's no way she came up with this on her own. So possibly she's using a age old scam that I just don't know about because you know, men probably aren't interested in talking to me. Right. Um, yeah. so yeah, I, I didn't know if you had done that. Now, the second part of my question is, is have you, was this your first venture into kind of online, the sexual work kind of, kind of area, or have you done anything like this in the past and the only reason I ask is because, like, if you've had, I find that people might be easier to scam with stuff like this if you've had something like this in the past and it was legit and it worked, right? And so then, yeah, yeah I could see this passing a little bit easier. So have you, do you have any experience with that or or that you would like to share? Um, Like, I've thought about doing, like, Feet Finder, but nothing any more, like, extreme than that. Um, But this is, like, my first time, like, actually interacting with somebody for compensation. Yes, I understand. Um, What, I guess my question for you is, what do you think it was, what do you think it was about her that seemed so believable? Like, I know you said she had a lot kind of organized, but, like, the more that you could point out, I mean, maybe like someone else hearing this can can then start to look for things because the iPhone thing was really good. So as soon as you yeah. sent me that in a text message and I seen it and I was like, oh, that's great. I actually shared it with another one for victims as well. Hey, show me what yours looked like. And it was the same situation. Yeah. iPhone in that screenshot, clearly yep. an Android in the other or just a Google phone or number or something. Yeah. Like that. So is there anything else that like or what made her seem so legit? Um, I think, well, she had mentioned that she talked to these guys for a few years and I don't remember the name of the website that she said she met them off of. Um, 
Yeah, I can't think of it, but I remember looking it up and I was like, oh, okay, this is, you know, a legit website. Um, I'm pretty sure it was called like Sugar Daddy or Sugar Babies or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, just that like experience made her seem very believable. Um, and also like making it blatantly clear that if you felt uncomfortable that you would get a refund for this. You know, she made, it wasn't just a one-time thing. She posted it in her Instagram stories. She told it to me directly. She said it in her TikTok lives directly. So I would believe, right, if I felt uncomfortable that I'd get my money back. So it wasn't really, I felt like there wasn't a lot to lose. You know, there wasn't anything to lose. Yeah, I can understand with the and you were smart when you did the buyer protection. Uh, that was really, really smart. And part of me tells me that, like, even deep down in there somewhere, you knew this could not go. This might not go right. But yeah, my gut knew, but my head did not at the moment. <laughs> it's kind of weird that it doesn't always connect. Right. Um, so you said there wasn't a lot to lose. But the thing, the part of this that I'm more interested in with you is like what you've what in your best case scenario, what was to gain? And when I say that, what I mean is like, so I'm going to speak to another one of her victims here shortly. And she found her way here basically through desperation. And she was preyed on by Kaylee. Her story is a little bit differently. And yeah, and it was desperation led her to being like, okay, I'm willing to try anything right now in this scenario. I don't get the sense of desperation from you, but so that gives me that question mark. And then like my journalist yeah. brain is like, so why, you know, what brings you here? And, and it could be something as simple as, ah, I just thought it'd be fun. Right. It could be that, but I'm interested in that part of it because I think when people hear this, that's a question they're going to have is, this person is clearly a different archetype than this person, but they both mm -hmm. ended up on the same road. Yeah. And so like, how, how would you convey to the audience? Like, Hey, we got there, but I got there this way. Like, what was that for you? Yeah. Um, so I currently live on my own, you know, I pay all my own rent. I pay all my utilities, food, car, you know, all the bills. So this holiday season has been just very difficult with that, you know, purchasing presents and trying to make people happy in that way while still trying to make, you know, pay my bills on time. It's been very tight, you know, and I, you know, living alone, I don't ever want to put myself in a bad financial situation. So, I think maybe, you know, I've been, I was looking on TikTok for like side hustles and maybe that's how that came up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe that's what it was. Um, but it was definitely more for like that financial possibility, that possible financial gain that I was looking for to not always feel so anxious about bills and being able to actually save and put money aside. So as a follow up to that, let's just um, let's let's speak hypothetically for a second. So say this went exactly as you pictured it. He's legitimate. He's sending you money, this, this and that. How far down that road was you willing to go and for what? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, did you did you in your mind already say, 
I have a boundary. And do you think that boundary would have moved had this been legit? Um, I definitely would not have done anything or sent like any naked pictures or pushed any boundaries that I was uncomfortable with. Um, he had also said to me, like, if you feel uncomfortable or I'm crossing a boundary in any way, just feel free to let me know and, um, you know, whatever. So I definitely would not have because I'm not that type of person to push my limits in that sort of sense. Um, you know, I am in a relationship, so I'm not trying to obviously disrespect that, but I was like, you know, talking to a guy, just saying, Hey, you know, how are you doing? Giving this guy company. I don't see any harm in that. So if you, uh, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. We've been smiling together, but you might not (laughs) like me now. Right. So if, Say you would have sent him pictures of your feet, like you said, right? There were certain mm-hmm. things that you're willing to do and really, and I understand that easily. Um, you wouldn't have felt like that was pushing any kind of bound, like boundaries with like your relationship with your boyfriend. Not really. I mean, what they choose to do with the picture is on them, and it doesn't have any partake on me, you know. Um, so I don't think so. How do you, do you think, let's say it was legitimate and it worked out and he was paying you and it was like conversation and a lot of basically what you thought it was going to be at any point. Do you think you would have been able to like have a conversation with your boyfriend? Like, Hey, I do this or what would be his level of understanding of that? Yeah, I think he would have been understanding of it. Um, yeah, he would have been understanding of it, but I don't think that he would want it to go you know it's that next level and we have a we do have a good level of trust where it's like he knows that wouldn't happen and i know that wouldn't happen yes i wouldn't let it get there okay that's fair um so i guess my question for you now is like do you feel any shame about being scammed by her or not even just being scammed by her just kind of this whole experience I wouldn't say shamed. I would just say a lesson learned. Yeah. yeah. You know, not to be so trusting, especially of people on social media. Um, And there were definitely a lot of red flags that I could have connected sooner and I didn't. So it's more of a lesson learned. I'm not ashamed of it. Um, I'm yeah, you know, it's gone and passed and it's happened. So I've done some investigating on you as well. Um, and if you don't mind, uh, without giving details of kind of where it was from or whatever, could you tell the people your education level? Um, so I graduated college and I did about a semester after college or after high school. Okay. And so the point I was trying to make was not necessarily just for you, but for everyone, uh, a lot of times like people get the stigma that get scammed that it's just like stupid people or dumb people or uneducated people. And I just kind of wanted it to be known. So I'm using you as an example there uh, that it can happen to anyone. And it's not a reflection of intelligence. Like social media has become so I have conversations all the time about like, 
it's getting really, really hard to tell what's real and what's fake. Yeah. And if you're not out here just simply looking for fake, you assume a lot of the things are real. And that's easy to get any like that can trick anyone. Um, so if you do, like if you did feel any shame, uh, all I can say is don't just because, again, it happens to anyone. It's not a reflection on you or anything like that. Yeah. It's just uh, I don't know. It's the social media, the social media. It's getting harder to understand what is real and what is fake. And the thing with the scammers is they're not idiots either. Um, the scammers aren't dumb. They're, they're usually pretty cunning, smart people. <laughs> so they know how to uh, make it look the way it's supposed to look. They know how to psychologically uh, implant things that they need to implant into the people. And it's just one of those things that I know I can't stop scams, but I wanted you on here today just so we can just continue to try to put out. These are some things you can watch for and also just don't feel ashamed um, kind of if you do get scammed on anything like this, just because you know people are scamming every day out here. Exactly. Yeah. Anything that you would like to share to like the women that listen? I'm, I'm actually pretty lucky. I've got like a, our demographics say it's like we're split like 50, 50. So there are women listening that would probably much rather hear from you than me on this. Um, any advice you can give to young women out there who might be not even in your situation, right? It could be really desperate, like the other victim. And when she tells her story, I think people understand Yeah. of what to look for, what not to look for, or just anything, any advice. I would definitely say to trust your gut when going into situations like that. Um, like I said, my gut was like, uh, you know, I did the bioprotection and, you know, trusted my gut in that. Um, but you know, if there's even with anything, if there's something that you're unsure of, trust your gut and don't go with it. Um, sometimes that not Doing it outweighs, you know, going for it and potentially losing, right? So hopefully, hopefully that made sense. <laughs> it does. Do you feel like you lost right now? No, I don't think so. But I do know that there's others that have been scammed by her that have. Um, and my heart definitely goes out to them because I feel like she did. I don't know how, you know, I don't know how she was able to target young women, probably in similar situations that I'm in or even worse situations. You know, I'm not sure how the magic of TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that was another thing I had kind of brought up in discussions about this is that like a lot of times the algorithms are way smarter than us humans. So yeah, the algorithms at this point, if you are looking to do harm and like for scammers, they, the algorithms bring them the victims. Yeah. So like it's it makes it even harder for like people that are in desperate situations and things. And yeah, again, like I said, once I once this story kind of found me, it was at first I was just like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that. And then like yeah. it just kept unfolding and unfolding. And then I got screenshots from the other young lady and then I got screenshots from you. And then I look at the interactions on both sides and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is definitely a deep running scam and I don't know I just like I said I hope I hope you don't feel shame from it I do appreciate you coming on here uh I appreciate you having me yeah just 
look out for the internet because it can be a dangerous place. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that's all I've got for you here. Again, okay. thank you for your time here. And on the other side of this break, uh, you guys are going to hear another story that's going to be way sadder than this. So we got to prepare for that. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Okay, so basically, I just want you to tell like your side of the story and give me a brief overview of how things played out for you. Okay, um, so basically, I was on TikTok and I noticed this girl going live and she was uh, doing it for about a, like four days. Um, and I kind of like was interested just because of the fact that she was showing the proof of her income. And then... Uh, I think the day that I contacted her was December 18th, and I, I asked her how I could get the same money she was. Basically, what she was doing was selling sugar daddies, which I don't believe is very true. I think it was just like a whole setup, um, yeah. a scam, basically. Just real quick. Um, so so when you say she was the kind of money she was getting, what kind of money was she showing that she was getting? Uh, Okay, so like she scratched out most of it, but it was showed the amounts, and there was like... Two thousand, five thousand dollars. There was some that was like two hundred. There was some that was five hundred. It was just like it ranged from like five thousand, like all the way down to like fifty. So um, yeah, it was just like I should have knew better with the you know the coloring out part where it shows the name of who it came from. Yeah, because that's not even necessary. Like, what but, was your first? Um, but what was your first impression of her? Like, take the take the scam and like the take the sugar daddy stuff out of it just like coming across her on social media what was your first impression of her honestly i was just like oh she's so pretty like i like her vibe and she's a pisces like me so it was like kind of and she was intriguing honestly um she had like a real chill personality but um after getting to know her personally i started to realize she wasn't very genuine so Okay, so I didn't mean to fast forward you that much. So let's go back in the story. So you see, you see, she's sharing all this stuff on social media. You see the, I guess they call it social proof of like the money that she's making, and you decide yourself that you want to, you want a piece of this, right? And what, what's next for you there? Like, how do you do? You reach out to her, or what happened? Yeah. So basically, she asked everyone to screenshot that we followed her on her TikTok, her Instagram, her Snap, and then, like, I went above and beyond and followed her on every social media. Like, I was really trying to get the money because that's what I needed. I needed it for Christmas, and I was real desperate. So, you know, I did what I had to do, and I sent all that to her Snapchat because she says she responds better on Snapchat, which I believe is even more of a red flag because Snapchat is very secretive you can get away with just about anything on there. So I should have knew, you know, not to do that. But yeah, so I, you know, went, I went out my way to contact her like 100%. So. And so you made a, you, you purchased, I guess it sounds so crazy saying you purchased one of her men. <laughs> yes, it <laughs> that does. sounds crazy to me. Um, but <laughs> essentially you purchased one of her men, right? Or access yeah. to one of her men, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. His name was Caleb. 
Caleb. That's what okay. she called him is Caleb. Um, and it actually, there was like so many other red flags, like aside from that, like I noticed that one day he was, he like was $20 and then the next day he was free and then he was a hundred dollars and then he was $500. So it just kept going up and down and she made it seem like it was like a sale. Mm-hmm. Like as if she was, you know, she was basically doing what she had She's had to do for her. Putting a for human herself. on sale. Yeah, basically. So, and so just so I, just to clarify this for the audience, like what what she's explaining is, and I don't know if I did this good enough with when I spoke to the other victim as well. You're purchasing access to this sugar daddy who is also then in turn going to be paying you for services, correct? Yes, that is correct. So that's what you is that what you thought you were purchasing when you were going through this whole thing? Yeah, she said, so whatever she said after we, we, you know, send the money, she said instantly we should get like more than half of what we already spent. And what she told me was, uh, well, she told everybody on live. I don't have like actual proof of this because it was on a live video, but that's what actually, you know, had me move forward with like jumping into it because she was like, you could probably get up to $2,000 tonight. And I was like, okay, bet, because I got bills to pay. And I'm, like, super, super behind on everything right now. So it was – I was just jumping because I need it. But, um, yeah, so she just – she did what she had to do for herself. But she kind of scammed a lot of people in the mix. So, realistically, let's let's just say that this was, I mean, legitimate. What did you think that you were going to have to do to get that money, like, that night, like she's talking about? So she said that he liked feet. So I was thinking feet pics. And I was I was cool with that because, like, I got cute feet and that's nothing. Like, you ain't even got to see my face. So I was, like, cool with that. And that's what I did. And then, you know, the fake person responded and said that, you know, it was her for sure. I could tell it was her because now, do she you texted feel like a certain it, Do you feel like it was her the whole time? Like, she's playing the role of her for sure. and, and Caleb? Mm-hmm. she's definitely doing that she probably has like a text now app or something that has like several different numbers and that's how she does it because the way that she texts is so particular and I just paid very close attention to that and I noticed it after the fact but I still had hope I was like I need this so I'm gonna keep my hope in there <laughs> so how, how much money did you pay her that night it was to get access? so you paid a hundred dollars right and that was to get you access to Caleb correct yes that's correct and so that night, did you start speaking with Kayla? Yes. Well, actually, no, no. So I, okay. So I did ask her, I was like, do you think that like I could text him now? Um, Cause it was like at 12 in the morning. Um, and she was like, no, that's not a good idea because um, it's too late. And she was saying like, I think she said he was sleeping. But then whenever I spoke with him the next day, he said that she, that he was working nights, but it was her because like the stories wasn't lining up. It was just really mm, weird. Yeah. And so like, did he while talking to him, did he ever did he give you information about himself? Like, how did he present himself to you? Like, let's just let's take out the fact that we we both know it's a scam now. But just him talking to you, like, how did you receive him? What What kind of vibe did he give off? So I feel like. <laughs> I feel like it was more so just like 
how you doing beautiful like that and it was it was that's what made me know it was hit was her because like I don't know there's like just a way men talk and there's a way women talk and the way they text and I just knew instantly you know it couldn't have been him but it was just like hey how you doing beautiful and that was it and then I I said what I said I don't even remember and then I sent the picture of my feet but it was actually a google photo because I was she said to send fake photos she she was like you can send them fake stuff and it won't matter wait and she, I was told, like, she told you guys that yeah on her live video she was like if you don't feel comfortable sending yourself just go on google and look up feet, feet pics or whatever it is that you you know plan to send it and then just send a google photo so i mean she <laughs> she basically just set us up real bad so but how quickly like how quickly after you purchased him which still fucking sounds crazy <laughs> got access to him rather and you started chatting did he ask you for for the pics or did he at all or was it just no i don't think actually matter of fact i don't think that he asked me i was just like well let me send this because i waited for that whole night so it's what she said he wanted though right <clears throat> yes that's correct. i got you okay okay and did that not raise a red flag to you that basically she was telling you to scam the person she was selling to you you know what you right you know what i mean like like and also <laughs> you like, right though yeah that's just that's, it's the desperation when you need money though we're gonna get into that part too um at what point though did you did you know like did you realize oh shit this is a scam and mm. i'm not gonna get my money back yeah, I think it was like I had many moments where I had that like gut feeling, but I wouldn't let my gut like overpower my hope. So I feel like when I really realized it is whenever I texted her on Snapchat and I was like, I said something like you just ruined my kids Christmas scammer ass bitch or something like that. Like she really pissed me off and it's it is very hard to piss me off. Like I let stuff slide all the time. So it took a lot of me to even say that to her as her being like a complete stranger, but um it was I don't remember when it was exactly the day or whatever, but I I know it was like maybe 4 days before Christmas. So I mean it was it was very frustrating cuz it was my last, you know. What was her response to you telling her it was your last? Uh, oh my gosh, I wish I could pull it up on Snapchat. It was really messed up, actually. She was like, she didn't care, like, at all. She just said, I, I remember her calling me poor. Yeah. And then that was on Messenger, though. But through Snapchat, like, I have screenshots of our conversation, and she just didn't care. Like. So you, <laughs> the interesting thing, we're here at this point, and we've we've got a, a long way and a different route to go with you but i want to like point something out um that you probably don't even know so another young lady that she scammed as well had a very different uh you guys ended up at the same place but the path there is very different and the reasons the motivations behind it correct so she gave her kind of motivations and reasons to finding herself here my question to you is like in your own words, fuck the scam, fuck all of that. Like what led you to this place where you were looking for, I don't know how to, like you were looking for something like this, like, okay, yes, I can send pictures of my feet or I can look for a sugar daddy. What led you 
down this road? And had you been down a road like this before or no? So I like in January, I left the person I was with due to situations Mm -hmm. that I'd rather not speak of. But that is somewhat how it all kind of started because I had no income and I had no transportation to get work. Every time I had a job, it was messed up. So um, I started to look into OnlyFans and then like I went on Snapchat and would do private stories, um, that kind of stuff or whatever. So it was like last year, yeah, basically. So did you have any experiences with the OnlyFans or the Snapchat that like actually worked? Like someone paid you and it was successful and this was a cool transaction? So I would say, you know, it's kind of iffy because a lot of the there was probably two guys that actually paid a decent amount of money and I really didn't have to do much. Um, So between me and you, I don't need to know the amount. How did they pay? Were we talking cash app? It was cash app. Okay, you got to walk me through this process now. What, what did they, how did you find them? How did they find you? Well, actually what I did was add basically anybody and everybody on Snapchat. It didn't matter who you were. I was adding everyone and I was posting thirst traps on my story and they was hopping on them real quick. <laughs> but it was only a couple of guys that was like actually willing to pay. But it, it still was not near enough to do anything that I needed to get done. So, okay. Yeah. I, I, the reason I ask is because, like, I was just kind of curious as to if you've had an experience with like sex work online before that went successful, then it would be easier to understand, like, okay, this could work too. You know what I mean? Right. And so, like, that's kind of what I wanted to clarify if you had ever been like down this road before, because I think it makes a difference. You know what I mean? As it in does. just just to believing if it's possible or or not possible. Yeah, um, it is possible. It's just like you got to have you got to be like super assertive because people will try to play with you. So and I'm not the the most assertive person you could ever meet. Like I'm real, you know, passive. So I feel like that's the only way it could be successful. You just got to like put your foot down and not not take no shit. And then that's the only way it will work out. So I'm only going to ask you because I can't really tell at this point from like from your tone or your demeanor would is this did this t- situation turn you off from like future possibilities of sexual work online like legitimate ways or how do you feel about like that industry in general i just feel like i probably won't do that just because it has not been sex su- successful i've not had um like it has been worth it it's too much work you know, with all these people just wanting stuff for free. I mean, like, if I could have somebody, like, teach me the ways and actually give me the knowledge, then sure. But me alone, I just don't think that I could do it. Like, it's just not my not my thing. Yeah. It's uh the only reason I ask is because, like, I just, I would hate for somebody's, like, first experience with anything, not just this in particular, but anything to be tainted forever because you dealt with the a devil you know what i mean right with somebody trying to literally take advantage of you take advantage of your situation and i know people that are involved in sex work online like legitimately that's what they do and like any business i guess you could say it's an it's a it's a wild almost said nasty business but that'd have been fucking hilarious um (laughs) (laughs) it's a wild business and there's people out there always trying to scam and that's the same in like a 
We can get you rich, rich business. Uh, let me teach you real estate. All those things. There's always going to oh be people trying gosh, to scam. Yes. I just I've don't done want... so many different ones. Like I've literally <laughs> done anything and everything, try to make money, and it's all been scams. And I'm just like, okay. Like there's a few that's legit, but it's like it was not legit enough to. You have to like basic. It's like a pyramid uh, scheme. Like that's what it is. Like and that's. It's hard to get people to want to jump on that. So it's like, mm, no, thank you. So I'm going to take it that you've tried the like the, the mid-level marketing and stuff as well. Oh, my God. Yes. I've done so many different things. <laughs> it's like when you're a stay-at-home mom, you have nothing else to do. It's like other than being a mother, you don't have nothing else aside from that. So it's like you got to, you know, open up your horizon and try to figure it out. You know, I, I do. I understand. Like I said, it's it's. I guess my my position on this part of it is I just I don't want you to you shouldn't make a forever decision about something about somebody that was temporarily fucked up like you just dealt with a temporarily fucked up person. And that's why I wanted to be clear that like there's no shame in sex work. If that's what you're wanting to do, then my only next advice was going to be to kind of you gotta have to put what what happened with the devil behind you you know what i mean yeah and move forward um but i I don't want to get off on that just because like uh the the real thing i want to get to is like back to the what led you kind of to this point you keep saying that you said multiple times to me that like you was desperate do you feel like she preyed on you because you were desperate no i don't feel like that i feel like her lives was you know, open to anybody and everybody. Like, I mean, I will say she would not respond to me the first three times I hit her up. So like, I think maybe, maybe that is what she was doing. She was like, okay, this is a perfect target. But I didn't think that because there were so many other, you know, women on there that was, you know, hitting her up and real desperate like me. But (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I never thought of it like that. So what did you think? Like, what made you be that persistent? Obviously, you need the money, right? Who, who doesn't yeah. need money? But like there was something about you that made you super persistent into to thinking this was it for you. Do you know what that was? Hmm. Honestly, I wouldn't say that's it. I really just think I needed the money. It wasn't about like, oh, this is what I want to do. It was more so this is what I have to do because I literally have no other option. Yeah, it's it's one of those it's one of those situations where again people get scammed on the internet a lot. And it, and it's not just sex work. It's it's kind of every business. It's just I I think we should try to just look at like usually there's things that make you overlook all the red flags. Oh yeah. <laughs> and like I being ident- identifying what that thing was that make you overlook red flags is kind of key in growing from there. So like we've chatted I don't know, for the past few days now. And that was one of the things that you kind of pushed home to me was that you kind of have a history of overlooking red flags, right? I do, yeah. Where do you think that comes from? And do you think that 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 plays a part in kind of everything that happens for you now? Yeah, I really feel that it's just how I was brought up. Like I watched my mom do it. And I, I mean, she's st- like, I love her to death and she's an amazing person. And I don't like want to make it seem like I'm trying to be mean about her, but she still does it till this day. And it's heartbreaking to watch her do it. 
So it's kind of like a habit and I want to break it. Like I'm aware of it and I, I want to break that habit, but it's so easy for me to like look past people's, you know, issues and try to give them a benefit of the doubt and like just spread love and kindness regardless of how people treat me. So when you say she, she, you seen her do it. Are we talking about like at home with your father maybe or well, yeah. I mean, I have like a pretty wild childhood, so it's hard to remember. I feel like I kind of suppressed my memories as a child. Well, I've but... got time and I've got hard drive space. Listen, <laughs> so like we're gonna have to do one of those because this is a whole other story. Uh-huh. Um, I would say, yeah. I mean, it's crazy because even as as an adult, I sit here and wonder, like, how did I not see those things? But it's because I was suppressing as a child. I didn't want to. It was traumatic for me. So I was, you know, not trying to see it or hear it. But there's stuff that I found out when I was like 25. And I'm like, what? How the f- did I not know that? About your like, mother? About my, no, about my dad. Oh, I mean, because I was always the daddy's girl. Like, yeah. He meant the world to me, and um, I mean, my mom means the world to me too. But it's just like the way that we hung out all the time. Like I didn't, I didn't even go to school for real, for real. Like my dad would let me, you know, not get on the bus and go to work with him. So we was like best friends. Like it was, it was crazy. So I couldn't see him do wrong. But as I grew older, I realized, like, dang, he was not a good person. But when did you that know, stop? Like that, that not the relationship, obviously, but like when did, I don't know, you stopped seeing Superman as Superman? Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. yeah when did that so, happen for you? Well, I would say it was when I was like 25. Yeah. It was like definitely when I was 25, I used to wear this chain like every single day. Like I would take a shower with it. It was his thumbprint. But now I just have it hung up on my wall because I just, like, I don't know, it's weird. I wish I could have that connection. But after finding out the stuff that he had done, it just kind of, like, broke me. So I'm like, okay, no thank you. I'm going to just love you from the distance. He ain't here no more. So it's like, you know, it's not like. When you say he's not here, you're talking, like, locally or? Yeah, he actually passed away in He passed away. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's cool. You know, <laughs> shit happens. But, um yeah, so I think that's where the red, like, you know, where I let go of red flags. Like, I'll see. Honestly, sometimes I wonder if it's, like, a fetish at this point because I'll be like, oh, there's a red flag. I want you. That's, it doesn't make sense, but. It, you know what's crazy is it does make sense. Um, it's it's kind of one of those things, like, you tell a child, like, you better not go do this. And that's <laughs> the, the only thing on that child's mind from that point on is. I've got to do it. Like no, for real. <laughs> and so it, it's it it does make sense. It sounds crazy, but it I mean it does make sense. And I don't think that goes yeah. away as adults. Like we all like a little risk, if that makes sense. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, probably a, a, not a great thing to say. But on this podcast, really. we we do all like a little <laughs> risk, and, and so I understand that. Um, so a follow up question to that: Like, are you are you close to your mother now? Yeah, I mean, like, I wish I could be around her and see her more often, but she works a lot. So it's like, mm, it's kind of difficult. But either way, I love her to death and she means the world to me. So do you have anybody that you're like really close to now that like you can trust and confide in? I definitely feel like my best friend. She's the one person that I can count on no matter what. I mean, like, like last January, I was like, 
literally had my lowest point in life and <laughs> I don't want to get emotional, but I might just do that. Hey, but like, it was on. real yeah, bad. Don't play with me. Get real. <laughs> <laughs> but it was real bad. It was a really tough time. And like, she was the only person there for me. So, I mean, like, it's insane how people will beg you to leave the person that you're with, but then turn around when you leave them, they disappear. So it just, it just doesn't add up. But at the end of the day, my best friend is the one person that I can always count on. I trust, confide in, vent to. It doesn't matter what it is. Did you go to her about this situation at all? Um, so I did talk to her about it. Um, I actually talked to her about how I was going to be on here. And she was, like, curious about it and stuff. But she was like, you should have just told me. I would have gave you the money. And I was like, yeah, of course you would say that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, giving the money is one thing. The reason I ask if you talk to her about it is just because, like, it's a... Uh, do you feel shame about this? Like, do you feel ashamed that, like, you let this happen or anything like that? Um, I feel like I feel more so disappointed. In yourself or in, or in her? In myself. Okay. In myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've disappointed her a lot. Mm. I mean, she probably don't feel the same way. But that's just me overthinking everything, so. Yeah. Um. So, I guess an- another question I have for you is this, like, and I asked the, I asked the other young lady as well. Let's just play a hypothetical game that this was legit and he paid and and things went as as advertised as what you paid for. How far down that road are you was you willing to go with this? I mean, I would have been it would have been my income. Like it would have been hmm. my new job because I can't work. So I need an income somehow. Um so yeah, if Why it would have worked work? out, do what? Why can't you work? Well, because <laughs> <laughs> no, you got you. Come on, come on. Listen, uh, you don't tell anything that's gonna obviously reveal your identity or anything like that, or put you in any kind of danger. But like, you're in this space now. Like we, need, yeah, yeah. Come on. Well, it's because it's like you know I have three children, so I share three children with children with another person, and that person, you know, just. Like, throughout our entire relationship being together, you know, within the eight years we were together, it was like I sacrificed my entire life for them and him. So I was a stay-at-home mom a lot. So, like, I would, you know, get a job and then have to stop working because he would get a new job and, like, it would mess with his hours. So I was always sacrificing. Um, So, like... Even still now that we're not together, it's like the same boat. <laughs> like, it's almost like I never left. Almost like that. And it, and it really sucks. <laughs> but. And so is is he the reason you can't work? Yeah, he is. Yeah. I tried to get, um, I think it was like five jobs. I've had five different jobs this year. And every single job that I worked at, it was always something like He's even pulled up at the jobs before. So it's just impossible. Like, I feel like, and, you know, before, like, kind of going back to before I left, I remember I wanted to go to this job interview at McDonald's. And I told him two weeks prior, so he was aware. And even I got hired spot on. They was like, you can come work today, right now. And I was like, all right, bet. 
I went out to the car to let him know. And he was like, just pissed off, mad that I, you know, got the job. And I was just like, fuck it, man. I'm over this shit. Like, mm-hmm. so then I finally left, like, after, like, I think, I don't know, it could have been like a month or less. I can't remember. But I mean, it's just, it's always about him. So it's really you think hard to con- You think that's a controlling thing? Like, that's a tactic he's using? Oh, yeah. He's definitely controlling. Like, 100%. <laughs> Like, he don't want me, I don't know, he acts like he wants me to do great, but then again, his action shows different, so it's kind of confusing. He has no idea about the situation that happened, does he? No, he does. I mean, I told him that I was scammed, but I didn't tell him my details, because if he had, if he would, if he knew about it, about the, you know, specifics, it would be all bad. Yeah. That's that's kind of what I was leading to, like how he would have, what his response would have been, right? Yeah. To even you, to the does he know about any of the old the, like the Snapchats and stuff of that before? Well, the funny thing about that is he is aware of some of it because this girl that like I don't know she I don't really know her like that and but I do like I've known her for years, but we just never hung out. But she was literally like an informant for him yeah (laughs) yeah she was sending screenshots of what i was doing what i was saying yeah so she was informing him of everything and i was like i would post on my facebook and i'm like i don't know which one of you bitches is out here telling my baby daddy stuff but y'all need to mind your business because it's really starting drama for me and then like it ended up unfolding and he sent me all the screenshots of their conversation and then I said, or I then I called her, and she like hung up, and you know she just trying to pretend like she didn't do nothing. But that's how he figured out about that. What's his, what funny. was his response to the to to finding this stuff out? Uh, he was just like, if you ever do stuff like that, don't ever think I'm gonna fuck with you. He said he was gonna cut me off. Cut you and off is, like, a, is a strange term to use in that. <laughs> right. It's an interesting uh, honestly, term to use because like. Never mind. Yep, continue. I mean, he can't. At the end of the day, we got children together. So, yes. I mean, like, unless I was a deadbeat mother, but, you know, I'm, I'll be momming out here, so. Yeah, I just, I just, I wonder if, like, the controlling your money is is kind of a way that he can control you. And I guess what's next for you? Like, I'm assuming that this, this is not okay for you, correct? What? Like, what is not the okay? The way things are going now. Oh hell no! Like being controlled and <laughs> right. So like, yeah. what does that look like for you? Hypothetically, let's just say that you can make whatever happen, right? What does that look like for you? Like moving on from him, moving on from kind of the situation you're in. What would what would get you out of the situation that you're in now? Um. So I feel like I've already you know taken that step to get out of it, but I did you know tell him today literally that I am focusing on myself and that's what I have to do is focus on me you know because I'm always trying to help other people do stuff you know for other people and bring other people up I need to focus on me and do me for once and it's not even about like going all crazy and stuff like I'm not worried about partying I'm not worried about you know going out doing fun stuff I just want to like better myself and become more independent learn how to drive, 
learn how to, you know, do all kinds of stuff that I've never got to do because I was, you know, locked down. So you don't even have a license? I don't. And, you know, it's a funny story. Like, my whole, like, like whenever I was younger, nobody would let me drive because I'm so short. Like, I'm 4'8", so I'm little. And I can't drive. I mean, I can, but they wouldn't let me. So I never had the opportunity to learn how to drive. But then when we got together, he never really taught me. So I just, you know, I got to figure it out. Like, I'm going to have to just go out there with my own wings and, you know, do my shit. So Does that scare you? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm an yeah. adult, so I know I can die. Well, so I'm like, what if I die in my car? <laughs> I don't yeah. want to do that. Yeah. Um, I think the reason I, like, I asked that as well is because it's a... I feel like it's a short path from like finding yourself in this position where you're getting scammed by somebody like to send feet pics and like, well, what is next? So solution base is next. And and what I mean by that is like, you've got a, what's the plan moving forward? You know what I mean? Just because, right. just because, like, I don't want to see anybody else continue to get scammed like this. And I think this, the reason I think this podcast was so necessary with both of you was because what's the highest level of education that you completed? Um, so I didn't, I like went to high school, but I didn't complete ninth grade. So, and then like before that, to be like quite honest with you, I'm pretty sure it was like fourth grade. I'm gonna just be real. That's, but that's I did go to high school, but I just didn't complete high school. So the other young lady that's on the show, she completed college um, and then some I think she said like two years past post degree as well. Right. And my point for that was. It's not like uh, I was hoping you didn't feel no kind of shame about being scammed like this. You know what I mean? Because right. the two of you come from very different places and. You got very different journeys and paths, but you both ended up right here in the same place. You see what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So I need like I just wanted to make sure that everybody kind of knows that you don't have to feel ashamed if you're getting scammed doing anything on the Internet, because it's, it's not a reflection of your intelligence or your education level, because I just presented you two people that couldn't be more different as far as how they were brought up. And bingo, they both land in the same place. You know what I mean? Right. Have yeah. you thought about that aspect of it? Like you, you don't, you're not feeling shame, are you at all? No, I don't really feel shame. I feel like I said, I feel more disappointed because I should have knew better. Like the red flags was there, but I was like, it's okay. But you know, I mean, I really, I feel like anybody can be scammed. Like you said, it doesn't matter who you are and how you're brought up. It's just anybody can get scammed. Like it doesn't matter who you are. Do you feel like if if you could say, I don't know, say you're speaking to a young lady that's exactly like your age or in your situation now, what advice would you give her? I mean, I would say don't ever trust anybody on the Internet. I don't care, especially a live TikTok. Like you don't I mean, like if it was a business, that's a different story. But a human being like a person like my thing is. I like to bring out good. Not everybody's like that. 
not everybody's willing to like be good all the time. And I'm not saying I'm good all the time, but I have good intentions and not everybody has good intentions. That's, yo, that's so, so don't important. trust people. That's so important. I say that yeah. all the time too. I haven't always made the right decisions, but my intentions have been good. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. That's so that's, important. That's deep, like for real. Cause not a lot of people have that, you know? But I mean, at the end of the day, like I I feel like with me being a certified lash artist, like I eventually will get there. I'm struggling right now, but in, you know, the next like hopefully three to four months. I'll have clients and, you know, I won't be like desperate for money anymore. Yeah. You still have hope, right? I do. Yeah. That's good. I can hear it in your voice. It's a good thing. That's why I asked. Yeah. Um, I like to see that like the evil didn't break somebody's spirit. You know what I mean? No, for sure. I could never do that. Don't let nobody break your character. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter how dirty they get. Don't get dirty with them. So. Um, if you could say anything to the young lady that scammed you, what would it be now? I would just say, like, karma's a bitch, like, to be honest. Like, you, you're you going to get what you deserve at the end of the day. And, I mean, I'm sorry that she's that broken inside, that she had to, like, scam that many people. Because I'm sure it's over 100. I mean, she probably been doing this for years. But, <laughs> I mean, like, she got to be broken, broken to be, at, be, to be able to scam someone and not have you know, any type of like empathy for it says a whole lot about her. So she just, I'm going to be honest what it was, uh, what led me to even be like, okay, yeah, this is something I want to dive into on my show. Cause I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm very, I'm very aware of, um, I don't want to say my place in certain conversations or who should and should not be having conversations. But a lot of the things that kind of affect women, I have learned to like, I should probably let women kind of take the lead on that. Right. And right. so considering the fact that like it was just multiple women that contacted me about this issue, I was iffy about even doing this because it's just like, I don't know if they want to hear from me. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what I have to offer this, but seeing when you sent me those screenshots of her responses to you and like uh, just how cold they were, and yeah. you couldn't quite remember what she said to you. I distinctly remember it. Like, I don't need to look at it about, you know, how you said you were going to use that to get your kids gifts. Right. Mm-hmm. And her immediate response was, LOL, sis, what were you going to get with a hundred dollars? Right. That's you what know, it was. I forgot. To me, I, when I tell you that shit hurt me, bro. Like, and I was like, yo, I, I, I understand I'm a guy that I have a pretty good understanding of how the world works, right? I don't walk right. around saying, oh, criminal, boom, bad, oh, this, that. There's things that make sense to me that probably don't make sense to other people. I know scam, people scam, people scam banks, people do insurance fraud, doing all that. And it's, to me, it's just like, yo, that's crazy. That's wild, whatever. It doesn't feel evil. You scammed the bank out of something. You scammed the insurance out of something. I don't know why, it's, but to me, it doesn't feel evil. Her right. response was evil. <laughs> it was evil. It felt bad. It felt nasty. And I was like, Ugh, I don't, I didn't, I think for you, I just didn't want that. I, I had to make sure also that that wasn't the last voice you heard. Right. On the matter. Yeah. Like that shit. I felt the responsibility to, to kind of do that. But 
it, it, it had me thinking also like past that I've thought about her a lot and it was like, so desperation might've brought you to this place. And it makes me wonder if desperation brought her to this place as well. It definitely know, got that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I know it's like, it's easy to just throw people away, mm-hmm. but I, my brain doesn't work that way. So I was thinking, right. like, I wonder what situations brought her to where she's doing this, this way. Cause she didn't invent scamming people. Right. Right. She definitely was going through it. That's how I would say she was broken for real. Cause I mean, I get it. I know how it feels to be down and out. So I mean, like literally, even though how angry I am with her and how frustrating and upset it is to know that somebody like another woman could do this to another woman, because that's the part that really fucks me up. It's like I couldn't have like super bad hate in my heart for anybody just because of that, because at the end of the day, I put myself out there. I can't blame her, you know, even though she is the blame in a way, but it's my own fault for falling for it. I know you couldn't and I know you felt that way. I just wanted to make sure that you said it out loud too because like uh I would never expect people to like just forgive somebody cuz I'm not good at that at all. Like Yeah. I'm super petty. But <laughs> it's just I can't not acknowledge the fact that I did think about that from her side as well that like that there could be just as much desperation that led her to the place of acting inhumane if that makes any sense no for real inhumane for real i feel like she probably was desperate when it no she definitely was but i mean eventually it became like it was almost kind of like she seemed addicted to it because after a while you think you would like stop it you know but like she seemed like she'd been doing it for years like she knows what she's doing yeah i don't know is there anything else that you would like to share about this story about yourself or or anything like if you could talk to if you could talk, like I said, to women out there, your age, anyone's age, just any words of encouragement for women. And it don't have to do with the situation if you don't want it to. Just right. This is your chance to talk to women. What would you say? I mean, I would just say love yourself and like trust yourself, like believe in your intuition, believe in your gut, because it's going to tell you the truth every time. Yeah, that's good. Well, I thank you for sharing the story with me. Um, there's a lot of other stuff that we could get into that honestly, like for your safety, we not, and I'm not, (laughs) um, I'm being very, you can see me, but they can't see me. (laughs) I'm very tiptoeing around a bunch of things right now, just because I I feel like you too. (laughs) I am. And I don't want to go there just because I definitely don't want to like out your identity and put you in any kind of danger but there's a conversation that we do need to have but it has to be uh, on the right terms just because yeah. I don't want I don't want to yeah I couldn't live with the fact that maybe I put you in some kind of danger so we're not going to do that um again thank you for telling like this part of this story and completing this story for us yeah it was nice it I appreciate was, it for real yeah it was great it was great to be able to find a purpose in doing it because again at first I did not have one and I was like, yo, what do what do you want me to do? You know, <laughs> but but I, I'm glad that you that you guys reached out to me, and I'm glad that hopefully we can I could just at least help you heal a little bit. You know, but yeah, for sure. This was definitely therapeutic. I like that. That's all I go for. <laughs> all right, any last words? No, nope, I think we're good. Okay, great. From now on, there is no.
paint a portrait of tomorrow with no colors from today.